This your boy Ziggler Wiggler, lock the cock on the BLOCK, you understand me? Getting it in with my dog, No Lazine TV, you understand me? The best interview. What it do, what it do, it's your boy Soup, and you're now tuned in to No Lazine TV. You did. Three U's. Okay, three U's, huh? Yeah, I had to spell that right, too. <laughs> I'm glad you said that, too. Right. All right, so, like, for the world, who don't do? Tell them exactly where you're from in New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans, East of Big Zach, Goretti Park. I gotta be top five beats east side ever from New Orleans, so that's where it is. Let's Goretti get it in the east right now. Do it. We even get fully in this music, like, talk about this music. Like, the east that you was in, when you, when you heard rapping, what's going on in the east now? Like, explain to the world, like, how lit the east is, and, like, you know, and, and actually, on what we need to do to change to help the east become, you know, more like bringing these kids to like a different level. First of all, I'm gonna say this jokingly because I just seen them being talk about where they get away with stop and get gas in the east. I, believe it or not, I'm gonna say something funny on the camera. I said, man, I just told somebody, I said, if I meet a female from the east, I send them praying emojis. I'm like, come yeah, out. <laughs> but yeah. I fuck with everybody in the east. Right. But I just know not to get caught slipping. Yeah, it's not. The, it's, it's definitely not the same because when the sun go down, you can still see the gun smoke in the air. Jeez, it's, the sun be up. Yeah, it's <laughs> so it, it's, like I said, it's not how. When, I, when we came up, you know what I'm saying? The East had a little... I think, you know, just by me being young and I used to go to like the Goose and different places, like back in the day, people knew who, who was who. Right. Especially if you was from a certain hood right. or, or you had a certain respect. Right. You just couldn't even run up on a certain person in the yeah. East. And then so, you know, I think a lot of... They moved from, like from uptown. If you move from uptown, you come farther to the East, the East moved to slide down. It's just, it just a revolving door and I just think it happened to just... A lot of people got put on top of each other, and then you know, it's out here hurting though. Right. And that, that's that, that's a main thing too, you did. Okay. So let's bring it back. Like, what year in New Orleans did you first start it um, to rap? Well, it all started with Squad Up. You know, it was me and Fee. I was, I was doing behind the scenes. My first rap, Wayne wrote my first rap ever. You, you, know you know that he like, yeah, hey, because it was you know, and we interviewed Kid Kid, he had different stories, like, no, you know, everybody Kid, was already together. Yeah, they, they brought Kid Kid to my mama's house. Him and Dizzy was already rappers. They had a group called Tragedy, but Wayne wrote my first rap ever. We, it was me, my brother, and Wayne, we was on the Nellyville tour. It might have been the Rough Rider tour. Whatever tour, it was a Rough Rider tour, then the Nellyville tour. People used to be like, man, y'all look like rappers, y'all look like rappers. They used to think we was rappers because we, just look like we had big old 5XTs, Jabos, Fresh Reeboks. We just looked like a, another part of the Hot Boys. You dig what I'm saying? So when we got back, I think we went to New York. We was fucking with Dipset. We heard how they was doing the mixtape thing. Wayne and popped in his head, fuck it, we gonna come back to New Orleans. And we just did a mixtape. And being here, we was gonna be a group called the Flyboys. So we was gonna be like the young big timers. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, this is crazy. So. Speaking on Squad Up, like, how did that start? Like, who came up with the name? Like, you know, and like, what year was this? Like, you know, was what was going on? Shit, it was 2000. It was 2000. It was, that's just all my pockets from around the So you been in the game 20 years? Yeah. You old enough. How you tell them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was about, that's all my pockets from around Reddit. You know, Fee, Streets, uh, Yo, that's my little brother. Gutter was my best friend from Fanny. And Kid Kid and was brought to it. But that's all my partners and 
Yo and Wayne was best friends. They went to A. Fee used to pick them up from school in the station wagon camera. You dig what I'm saying? So they was young. They was like our little brothers. I ain't popped off, so we was just his little clique, you do know what I'm saying? You're the clique that hung around that people didn't know about right. until he introduced the squad. Right, Fact. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people just thought that he went around and found some artists, but they don't nah, know y'all been around. None of us were rappers. Gutter wasn't a rapper. For real? I wasn't a rapper. Yo wasn't a rapper. Nothing Dizzy was the only rapper. Streets wasn't a rapper. But uh, I'm gonna tell Shout you. Shout out streets, man. My fucking boy. Shout out streets. You still got rock that interview out, man. Come on, dog. But yeah, none of us was rappers, dog. It was. Y'all was just hanging, 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 and fucking doing whatever they do. Watching Dipset, watching. Oh, uh, you really? I, I think the idea came. It ain't. Don't quote me on this, but we was on the Nellyville tour, and I think Wayne seen how lit the lunatics was. And he like, fuck it, we could be just as lit. And that's what I think was the inspiration for real. Nigga ain't gonna tell you that, but. Just me taking it in, just me watching from the outside looking at it. I think Wayne always wanted the clip, especially even after y'all. Fact. And that's the reason why he created Young Money. Like, he always wanted his own clip. Fact, because it was that before. It was the squad for the Young Money. Yeah, because if you listen to SQ4 and you listen to 500 Degrees, I promise you, niggas will tell you SQ4 was better than 500 Degrees. Because when Wayne with us, he could, he, you know, when you bribe him with cash money, you still had shit. Uh, he was more comfortable with you Yeah, facts. That's exactly what it was. You did know what I'm saying? Okay. So, you know, if the squad broke up, you know, do you want to, like, share details? Like, how they even, like, want to broke? Because, like, all y'all was friends. Yeah, nah. That shit's simple. This shit, 20 years later, D was, niggas was young. Niggas was. Had, had paper, niggas started getting fame, and the Wiggers had just hit the city, and they good yeah, work, so, so <laughs> it was just, it was all that, you think what I'm saying? And fuck, niggas was young, you know, like shit, immature shit, niggas wigging out, clicking out, it, it's, it was a whole, you know, it was just foolish as fuck, but you know, life. Um, so what is your relationship with, with like Wayne right now? Me and Wayne? Probably, I haven't talked to him in probably 20, you know, I holiday gutter probably cold. I talked to everybody. We just ain't never ran into each other yet. Right. But everybody answered the phone for soup. Everybody. And you definitely was the person that had the squad that stuck out. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first time I noticed, like, soup for real, like, all right, he's part of the squad. But when, like, you know, at the time, you know, New Orleans beef was like, like New Orleans beef was like this, always kept in the streets. Right. Like if you made a diss record, you know it was real. Yeah. When, like, when like BG dissed you and you really responded back, the whole New Orleans was like, oh shit, he responded back. Because but let me do but, but, but but like hey, before you get all the way into this, I want to say the dopest part I ever saw that y'all got back cool after that. Yeah, fact. But you could join it to like how it even got to. Yeah, fact. Right. Cause me and Dewey always been tight. Like I said, me and Dewey probably was. Tighter than me and Wayne. You dig what I'm saying? We both age, you know what I'm saying? But me and Doogie was tight before that, so that's what shocked me. So he said how it came about, this is what he told me and Fee, how it came about. Uh, he was at the studio with Wayne, and Wayne made it like we did him, like Baby did them, or some shit like that. However it was, you dig what I'm saying? So the thing that killed me about Doogie song, the bitch was so fire. I 
was way in Ohio. I'm here playing the club. Listen, I'm here, I'm here I was playing. way in Ohio, you heard me? So they like, look, I'm in Ohio doing my thing. I'm, I'm doing my fucking thing, right? Nigga calling me. Man, that boy just this shot. Man, fuck that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. Man, that boy just this shot. So phone just ringing. Every phone ringing. You know, that's next tail flips and all that chirps and damn, that nigga do you going. So I'm. I'm way. He ain't, but that's what thinking about it. He didn't say your, your he, he didn't say your rap name. He made sure he knew, he, he yeah, knew you. Yeah, he yeah. said your name. Yeah, Sam, he said Sam. Basketball, all that good shit. Like you know, I ain't dropped out of college to get on the tour bus. So niggas knew I was hooping for real. You dig what I'm saying? So what killed me? I get off the plane about a week later. I go around the park, right around Garetti, Irmandy. As they know, we sit on court current. All of us just hang out there. You're, if you spin that block by Garetti and go on Kern, you're going to see one of us, two of us, three of us out there, you hear me? This, every car that passed was playing that fucking doobie. Catch you at duplex, they get them chance stats from Bro, I was so burnt up I when I found out. Every club you went to, from, hey, from Fever Friday to everything you did. And I never went out. Before Fever Friday, I was like, it was Fever I never Friday. went out. But right. after that came out, I was out every night. <laughs> Every night, you hear me? So I think uh, Crack had the studio across the river, you hear me? Crack Tracks. Yeah, Law had the studio across the river. Shout out Crack Tracks. It's five in the morning. I called Gun. Like, bitch, I'm going to the studio. Fuck that shit. I did that song at five in the morning, you dig what I'm saying? I had to, I, I, I had to, brother. You had to respond back. I man. had to. That bitch had <laughs> me niggas looking at my jewelry every time I go out like a nigga gonna <laughs> snatch my shit. It was just. He had it, he made it bad. You dig what I'm saying? Cause the song was so fucking cold. <laughs> but you did, but, but your this, your this came at it right. You like you said it. When you said it, you like messed me up because you like, cause he you caught it on the disc, but you like, you like Sammy, you home and let God deal with you. Yeah. And shout out God, God, my fucking yeah, dog. That's so all like that. you Man. caught it on that part, then you started rapping. I'm like, okay. Yeah. This is a little, this is a little different right here. Yeah, because D, I'm gonna tell you about me, bro. I might not say the best shit, but I'm gonna say it the best. It ain't what you say, it's how you say it. And quick story about God. God came to my house before when we was making a squad. God came to my house and rapped for us first. I wanted to sign God before nothing did it. When he sound like Beanie Seagull or some shit like that. So we, me, we clashed on that. And God tell you, I wanted that boy squad up, you remember? And that's no cap. So, get back to the story. So I had to go do that. So now, now when I dropped the diss song, you know, Doogie look at, they look at that Doogie like, I don't sound too hard. So, so now when I go out there, they look at that me like, I done shot Superman or something. Like, I done, you dig what I'm saying? So. I ain't seen that boy on Cadell, you heard me? So uh, he signed an autograph. So I'm like, dude, he was down. So he must have thought I was a fan. So he about to, he like, nah. Then he like, ah, Sam. So that's when we chopped it up, right? He was throwing the concert at the HOB. He told me if he pull up. So when he got to that part, like, when he got to that part of the concert, it was shy about how he did it, you heard me? He got to that part, look, I'm like, this bitch say that shit, I'm gonna tackle that boy, clean off the stage, you heard me? So he said it, and when he got to it, he broke, he, he stopped right there, called me on, me and Fee on stage, we dapped it up, and it was love, and then. But that's a blessing, I'm gonna stop that right there. Yeah. Like, for like, even for New Orleans, you know, like, certain shit don't even get to that level. Right. People stop shit, like, even stopping that beef, and like, you know, a lot of shit, right. you, you misunderstand it. Facts, it's all. A conversation will get a lot of this shit stopped, bro. And I'm gonna tell you, because it'd be a lot of niggas on the side of the rapper, on the, the side person, kids. 
be, be egging that shit on. Yeah, so when he did that, we had just started, um, we had a little tour in Ohio. So it was us and Akon. And then I'm like, fuck it. We wind up booking Doogie, you feel me? So we wind up let Doogie, we wind up popping them off some bread and we don't tour together, you feel me? So it worked out, it worked out good. And then we, we got the New Orleans exposed, you know, that's an exclusive clip with us and Doogie. No, that's on the squad of DVD. That's on the squad of DVD. But whatever it was, it was, it was a movie. It was at Club Ritz in Cincinnati, and you dig what I'm saying? He was performing, we bucking with him, and all the old shit, cause you gotta know from our era, Doogie was the nigga. Of course. You dig what I'm saying? Anybody in the streets want to be BT. Indeed. I think I probably did. He probably hurt my fucking feelings more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the real, son. But yeah, shout out to Doogie, man. Free baby gangster, man, for real. I can't wait till that boy get home. Yeah, but like I always tell, I say, man, it's like the only thing I saw that was that successful. Like this, this is a nigga for real. Like they got back cool. Like, that was the dope shit. I want to see that shit. Like because we was cool before that, bro. Like you said, it was a yeah. But like, thing. but you know, like back in the day, they had no social media, nobody yeah. to, to like show that that them people even knew each other before that. Facts. And like, no, all really small. Facts. It's like you gonna meet small. a nigga. You gonna meet a nigga eventually. Facts. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a question for you. <laughs> How did you actually come up with your name? Oh shit. Fucking with feet. Fucking with feet. All the sight. Matter of fact, wait a minute. Let's just stop up. Man, let's give a shout out to feet. Because feet been in the game probably 40 years. And that nigga yeah. probably only 40 years old. Yeah, shout out to feet. <laughs> he probably been, I always tell and you he probably been in the game since I was like, oh, you been. Man, smart guy, man. Let me tell you about feet, bro. Feet. He. When we was stealing bikes. That nigga probably had a go-kart. <laughs> if we was getting numbers at the Super Fair, Fee probably was fucking. He just always been ahead of the curve, you do know what I'm saying? Right. So shit, I think we was watching Carlitos way. We might be bagging up with something. Fuck it, I see uh, Benny Blanco from the Bronx. I'm looking at him like the old heads ain't want to do that. So that's how I felt at the time. Like me and Fee, we felt like we could be Baby and P, like we was right under them, you know? so I'm like, fuck it, that's how them niggas doing us, they blackballing and all that, so I'm like, fuck it, he been in black off from the Bronx, I'm super black off from the East, fuck it. Like, oh, you can't ride that vet every day, that's feet preaching to me, you can't ride that vet every day, you can't do this, you can't do that, so feel like a nigga, feel like a nigga dead on the cool, but fuck, it's all good, man. Well, that's how that game came about, watching Cuddle. With the crazy part is, and the thing I hear about the whole everybody from the squad, feet was somewhat a part of everybody, Story, because that <laughs> like this is like, like this is the untold thing. It's like everybody part of the squad was a, was was female part of the story. Because Soup not gonna do nothing without feet on. First of all, let's clear that up. You dig what I'm saying? You gonna always want the okay from that nigga for some reason, but he's like that with everybody. You dig what I'm saying? So it, 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 it's hard to get him to pick a side. Like, I think he didn't realize he built leverage before he even had leverage. Fact. And most people don't give, like, I gave, I gave credit to Fee before I even knew exactly everything he was doing. Yeah, I'm like, fact. man, I don't know what you're doing, but I like it. Fact. And he the first time I actually met Fee, we got into it. Like, who the fuck is you? But I was like, I know who the fuck you is. Yeah, <laughs> he was with Big Bruno. Shout out Big Bruno. Bruno. And it was big, cool. Yeah. Hey, we got, we were cool ever since that. Like, I know who the fuck you is. Yeah, that's my people, bro. Jits, bro. He did what's That's my man. It was like it was the whole dope thing. Like, that's why I tell you, like the the East I knew before Katrina, 
it was more like family oriented. Like if you knew yeah. you around certain people, everybody was like really like Fact. with each other. Not if it's like to the world, it's like World War Three, like Grand Theft Auto, but it's like a lot of different hoods there now. And they and they still gotta learn who certain, certain shit. Cause them old niggas still around there too. <laughs> you know, you know they still had they, they always the East always had they areas like you knew not to go at right. a certain tower lane or right. the checkerboard. Even knew you knew. Right. But like now it's like shit, I don't know if I'm gonna go to the whole entire East. <laughs> But it's good, mind. like it's good that it's showing the world that people represent the Eastern people uh, from the East are getting recognition. Yeah, fact. And I, and the yeah. good thing is about Fee, he actually bring his artists or he deal with to the East to do videos. Yeah. So it still gives like them kids that you don't that you might not pay attention to that's looking like motivation. Right. Facts. Like that's a dope part about that. Like you don't know, like all the shit going on. I don't want to see him burn the east down. Like burn. I hope that bitch shake back. <laughs> you don't want to see it burn down. Though. I hope that bitch don't burn down. That bitch is smoking right now. That bitch smoking. <laughs> so being in the music industry twenty years. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about the music industry, and what do you hate most about the music industry? Uh, what I enjoy the just the music part, the artistry part of that. I like to see niggas. I like to. Put niggas on. I like to see niggas bubble. You dig what I'm saying? The part I don't like right now is the fake. Is is you could with with the social media? Everybody think you gotta do. You gotta look a certain image. Yeah, you gotta have a certain image, and for sure you gotta have an image, bro. Because it's I nice. tell I tell all my artists, bro, you gotta make the little niggas wanna be like you, and you gotta make the little girls wanna be with you. The best rapper don't never win. The best rapper, you how many cold niggas you know right now that you could go anywhere right now and this nigga spit hit you with a thousand bars. Like like they're like Jay the Kiss, he was always the medium nigga. Like he he was always one of the best rappers, but he just didn't sell himself as too right. much commercial. Right, right. So you know all that shit come it, it, it's like a package deal now, right? So shit and then you know, got the streaming and all this. Like right now I feel like when we was coming up. Every time we hit a city, we had the same routine. You going to the hotel, you going to the mall, you going to the project. You gotta touch the people. That's other people. See, right now this shit like instant grist. Bitch, you can put it in right away. It's the kind of way. It's the kind of way like I treat no lazine. Like when I go to a different city, I'm gonna go to the hood. You gotta. Touch I might not do an interview in the hood, but I'm gonna right. touch the people. Yeah, fact. So and then as we started to do that, I remember one time we went to Chattanooga, pull up in a project, little niggas run up to the tow truck. Yeah, yeah, I country, country of the motherfucker. Hey, 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 this gutter, gutter, this, this nut the kid, this super blanco, this young, all of them had this T Streets. They had a T Streets in every fucking city we went to. I'm gonna tell you, so, you know, that shit, that, man, bro, if we would have had social media, bro, I'm telling you, I ain't no telling, but that's why I think we about to get into this. Uh, we went, we've been in talk starting last week of doing this squad up movie. Uh, the best story never told because these stories legendary, bro. You do know what I'm saying? So we we talking Netflix episode. We gonna get this. Right. We just trying well, to speak out. on that before you even get all the way into yes, that sir. story. Let's let's get into what we talked about for the camera. Like tell them like like the let's let's get into a little bit of like the unwritten story. Like basically what happened after the squad left Lil Wayne and went to you know. Houston and and, and, and those other labels. We actually caught two record deals. We signed the Island of Dub Jam. Jay Z flew us all out. Jay Z L A Reed. That bitch nut hit Jay Z with a million balls. And he was, uh, 
that nigga was amazed at how many bars and hit that boy with. So they had they had uh they had boys in the hood on the label. So just before I knew the politics of the shit, I'm just thinking, fuck it. You talking young G's now? Yeah, I had got a fucking uh check from Island Def Jam. I'm bucking. Fuck it, you do what I'm saying? But I ain't know. They put us in the studio with uh Bangladesh. Uh Sean Dre gave us up, we was in the studio with him and shit like that, but we wound up getting dropped in like 54 days. But that's when I before I knew that. If you getting too much buzz in the streets, the labels is so fucked up that they'll sign you as a tech write-off just to get you out their way. So we would have been like boys in the hood competition. So they really hit us with the wham wham. You do what I'm saying? Signed us and shelled us. Not boys in the hood could do what they gotta do. You do what I'm saying? So that's that. Man, speak on it. Like, like this is what a lot of artists don't know. Like, yeah. A lot of artists. That's why I be trying to preach to my artists in New Orleans. Like, right. I don't know. Like, that's that's just begging for these record deals. Because you get signed, don't mean you about to, about to get put out. Boy, I you can get you can get signed and not get put out in five years. I don't have four record deals. Yeah. Uh, people and like, you ain't know about one of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think like they got like all kind of deals. They got like artist development deals. They all kind of deals. I don't sign a I don't sign a deal where I call it investment. I don't sign a deal. When I had my single deal with um, hey, but I Malibu, bet I do. well, I bet I do, and that was eighty twenty. Well, I pay for it. Well, I pay for everything, but I just use their uh, distribution, use their radio people, and use their TV people. You know, I bet I do was on MTV jams all day, one hundred six in Park. I actually, like, me from the outside looking at, I just thought that y'all just put. I just thought everybody from East put their bread together. I'm talking about me. We watch that looking at. <laughs> Tell our man. Yeah, yeah. I thought you thought all y'all put your money together and just like, you know what, we about to independently put this bitch on all these platforms. Yeah, nah, that bitch went crazy right quick, but we, like I said. Man, make shout out, Raven. Shout out, big right boy. What's yeah. down? So, yeah, shout out the whole Zero to 60, bro. That's still my gang. So, we did, uh, we did all that. Like, I, I signed that deal in June, but I went to prison in December. So, imagine. You may know that. No, but I'm watching myself on BET in the joint. <laughs> I bet I do. So if you're on the radio again, bitch, fuck y'all, shut up. Bitch, I ain't talking about no rap. I don't think I played no card. Bitch, I ain't did nothing. So how long did you go to prison for? Uh, for almost four years. So do you want to get what you went to prison for? Fuck. Try to get some money. <laughs> so I made this question. Like being a rapper and doing what you got to do in the streets, do you think that do you think do you think like the risk is actually worth the um, like reward? Nah, it is never it's like, never. Just a, like it was like to like a younger rapper that's watching you right now. Nah, because it can't be as because as much as much money as I got, you go to jail two times, bond, think about your lawyer. Now you sitting in that motherfucker, how much a nigga at McDonald's made more money than I made when I was in jail. Cause I now I'm stuck. Do what I'm saying? Right. You Thank you. I'm gonna speak this. Those some niggas in jail that got rich. Fact. <laughs> well, I'm talking about the new, new world. Like, yeah. the cash have got, hey, these cash have got niggas in jail richer than the fucking, richer than niggas on the streets. It's been over 10 years. Well, we we, we can't even get green dots no more. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know some niggas rich as shit. Yeah, they going crazy because, you know, it's, it's just a different way of doing things. And that's the difference, that's the difference between me and a lot of niggas. Because I see the transition, I see what's changing. I'm not stuck in the in, in, in the past. You gotta be, you gotta move with the times. You dig what I'm saying? That's what I tell my artists. But I made enough mistakes 
I lost enough money and put in enough work where you really ain't gotta do that no more. You just gotta listen and make some hot shit. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So, you just gotta make something trendy and make people like recognize you. Fact. And keep your image up. Fact. Like believe it or not, I tell artists all every day like the record late like the record like the record the music business is easy now. It's yeah. like all you gotta do is just find multiple blogs and put up. This it, them dudes that to travel to meet different media right. companies and, and shit. Now, and that's what like artists didn't even know you have to pay for media. You don't meet them. People used to think one hundred six and four was right. free, bro. You know I'm telling you, God bless you. You know how I found out one hundred six and four was free? Bye. When Young Greatness told me it wasn't. Oh, tell it. When he told me the price that he had to get everything right to get on rolling on my wrist. Yeah. That's when I realized. They're going to send you back a video a million times. They're going to say that girl's back was turning, her ass was showing. Get that out the video. You got to do this. You gotta I didn't even know that. that. You got to do that. After you, after you edit that bitch a million times because you done showed a girl with her back turned or some shit like that, then they're going to tell you send me 16000 I'm telling you. Then they're going to tell you. And then get what that was. That was just new journal of the day. Yeah, I was right. probably going in the trash after that. Ain't no telling. One day. 16,000. Now, yeah. MTV Jazz was a little better. Because they're going to get That came you, a little bit after. Yeah, they're going to get you four times a day. About 8,400. So you got to think. MTV Jam was good. I think, I, but I think they should like put MTV Jams on regular cable yeah, and run that shit. Cool. It'll so help because you like, YouTube really took over. So let's do the math. That ain't counting. If you get Boomtown to shoot it, he going to want 15, 20 bands. I forgot about Boomtown. Boomtown shout out there. Damn. Boom that used to make me name a name. I'm like, damn. I yeah, Boomtown shout out there. I do. So now you got 16,000 for 106 and Park. You got another 8,400 for MTV Jam. Not counting 20, so you damn near the honey bun. How much Boomtown cost again? Paid him about 20, 15 or 20. He was charging 15, 20 for a video. Yeah, video. you gotta think he was doing. He was doing a lot of all your guy shit. He was. He was doing all the whole sound. Yeah, so he was. He was that nigga. You know, you already know. Shout out Boomtown. Now you see his name on like that. Like, yeah, hey, because you can get a phone nowadays. These little niggas is. It's technology. At a point, like Boomtown was like, shit. You go to Walmart, they ask you, do you want to check your own self out? They're getting rid of people. It's just it's it's all, people right it's all technology. Yeah, you, you got to get it while you can get it. Yeah, it's fact. Why you got you to gotta reinvent yourself. It's fact. You got to reinvent yourself, bro. And you just, yeah, you, you can't be fucked up with what's going you on. You right? said to them, like, damn, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be fucked up with what's going on right now. You better find your little, you better get like your jet ski, find your little way, hit that bitch and do your thing. You do what I'm saying? Facts. So tell us, I'm like, what's next for Soup? Like, you Man. know, are you starting your own label? You signing artists? Yeah, I got, a, man I got a, man I got a management company right now, Paperboy Music, Paperboy Management, you do what I'm saying? I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to give all the shit that I share with you. I want to see little niggas bubble, bro, and not crash out out you. You do what I'm saying? You know I'm Captain Hook. I still got, I still, I still got the Hook game going crazy. So you do what I'm saying? So we just don't. We just gonna get it how we live right now, you dig what I'm saying? We enjoying life and we blessed, you dig what I'm saying? And ain't nobody mad with the devil and ain't nobody tripping with the mailman, you dig what I'm saying? Thanks. <laughs> Last but not least, tell everybody we can find you on social media. Man, every, I just, every I just, platform. Yeah, man, I'll come mess with the kid on social media. I done threw my old idea away, man. I'm trying to run me back up, man. Paperboard underscore soup, and that's with three U's, S-U-U-U-P-E, soup, and I'm fucking with Nola Z all day, my boy, holla, oh, wait a minute, Nola Z make them whole screen, you understand me, you want a t-shirt,
You want a half a wife beater with a hole in it? You want a pair of short pants with six holes in it with all your coochie hanging out on the side? Holler at your people, baby. Ziggler Wiggy, you understand me? Lightning cock on this B-L-O-C-K, you understand me? A beautiful day.